Welcome back to another episode of the Startup Therapy Podcast. This is Ryan Rutan, joined, as always, by Will Schroeder, my friend and the founder and CEO of Startups.com. Will, it's never easy to be a startup, but it is a particularly tough road right now for a lot of folks as we sit here in early December of 2022, where the entire market is shitting all over itself. People are slashing jobs like that is the Christmas bonus and it's bad, right? But so what's the hardest part of all this, right? As startup founders, when we are wading through a trench neck deep in shit, what's, what's the hardest part of this whole thing? There's a lot of hard parts, but I got to say the one thing <laughs> that, that, that we try to provide is some perspective. Because when you're in the middle of it, when you're dealing with all this, when you're, you're going through layoffs and recaps and all these things, having some perspective is so hard to achieve. But at the same time, if you get it, it's one of the most powerful assets you can have going through all of that. And we talk to a lot of founders right now that are going through a lot of tough times. And every time we say, look, okay, before we get into all this stuff, let's talk a little bit about the perspective. Where are you relative to your whole career and everything else like that? So I think we dig deep into that today. Today is all about trying to develop some perspective. It's one of the most healthy things you can have when you're going through all this stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, and like you said, it is extremely difficult to achieve, but when you do, it can be really damn free, right? Because we get we get caught up in this concept that, you know, whatever is happening right now, we project off into the future. Exactly. Right? Forever. And, and we do this for good and for bad, right? So, like, we have our best revenue month ever. That'll just keep happening forever, right? That'll just go on into the future and we'll be, uh, we'll be super successful. We do the same thing when things start to take a downturn. All we can see is the slope we're currently on and we're imagining it just continuing off into the abyss deeper and deeper and further and further. And look, that's just not the case, is it? Correct. And I think... When you and I tell these stories, right, when we tell stories about things that we've been through and we talk <laughs> sure. about other founders and what they've been through, I think a lot of people hear them as great stories. But you got to understand, like, we lived all this stuff. So we understand the value of perspective because we've been through the whole thing. I think for in general, when you're talking about, you know, things can go on great forever, what we miss, and this is a good thing, things can only fail for a finite period of time. That's right. I can make money at the, at the casino for days, if I'm inclined and I keep winning. But I can only lose once. I can only lose all my money once. Once it's gone, I'm done. And we have to consider that when we're in that point where things are failing. If we've let people go, and we had episodes about this, if we've let people go and we've you know closed the company, et cetera, it's done. There is a finite bottom of failure, at which point, start moving up again. We start moving up and to the right. Things start to get better. But I think when we're in that kind of trough of failure, we can't see it. Yeah, for sure. Now, it, it just feels like the floor is falling out underneath you, right? And there is no floor and that this can just continue to get worse and worse and worse. And we let those fears compound. We talked about this before, you know, the the the, the paper tigers, paper dragons, and that we allow the, the shadow of something to become the reality versus the, the actual size of the problem, which is hugely problematic for founders, right? Especially in times like this, where your focus your ability to remain calm and deal with whatever pressures you're facing are super important. But when you lack that perspective to be able to see, like, you know, it's the classic, you, know, you, don't, you don't know where you are in the map. And, you know, it feels like you've got miles and miles to go. You may be inches from your destination and just not know it. 
And in that moment, without that perspective, super hard to see that and can be really devastating emotionally for founders. When we're thinking about things like layoffs, which I think are one of the most emotionally devastating things that most founders have to go through, and a lot of them are going through it right now. Top of mind right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we feel for, for you guys for going through that. But we have to understand that once that layoff is done, it's done. In a more extreme case, maybe we're winding down the company. Awful. But once it's done, it's done. Again, this failure, while it sucks, does have a finite timeline. And I think that's part of the perspective. I think part of the perspective is understanding that this isn't a marathon of failure. A failure tends to come in sprints. Right? Yeah, <laughs> tends yeah, to happen. yeah. Tends to happen quickly. But we don't think about it like that. Maybe we've been working on the business for seven years and we've had starts and stops, you know, opportunities for success, et cetera. But for whatever reason, number of events, we're now at a failure point or we're just at a lull. We keep thinking that it's going to be seven years of this. It doesn't work that way. And I think when you understand, when the founder understands that there is kind of a finish line, if you will, that you can cross and move past, it puts a little perspective on the board and makes you realize, hey, maybe I've got a little more juice for this thing or the next thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and, and it's amazing how often that's all you need, right? That little bit of extra juice, that tiny bit of perspective that says there is an end in sight for this, whether that's complete failure, but there's a bottom to it, or there's a way to turn this around. Either way, that's all you need, right? Just to be able to feel better about it by understanding there is a limit to this stuff, right? There is a finite period of time for failure. And like you said, it's generally not a long time, right? It tends to happen fast, right? Growth can be slow and brutal. The opposite tends to be fast, also brutal. Well, right. And once you start to understand, hey, if this thing, if it's end of days for this startup and it sometimes that happens, Ryan and I, you, you and I have been through this with our own startups, it sucks. But in looking back on it, it didn't last for terribly long. When things went sideways or we had to close shop, once that happened, it was done and we were on to the next thing, which was typically wonderful, certainly by comparison. So the first thing that we sit down, we say, no matter how bad this gets, it will end relatively quickly and you'll be done with it. You'll be on to the next thing. At the time, that still feels shitty. It does. Yeah. At the time, it's so painful. But there's a difference between pain that will last forever like a prison sentence for the rest of your life in pain that will be short-lived, that will be like, like a, a bruise that you get that will heal back quickly and you move on to the next thing. I think there's a big difference in that perspective. And that's the first point of perspective. Yeah, for sure. It's so hard. I mean, I think for, for founders is why it's so important to have third-party perspective too. Talk to other founders, talk to the people who've been through this before, listen to us talk about all the shit that we've failed at and watch us boil it down into a two-minute story, right? Now, when we went through it, certainly felt a lot longer, and it was incredibly hard to self-diagnose at that point, whether it was a bruise or a critical wound or the prison sentence or whatever, whatever analog you want to use here. It was hard to diagnose for ourselves and say, right? So it, when you're going through it, it feels like it could last forever or it could be much, much bigger problem than it is. This is where getting that perspective, which often has to come from the outside. Sometimes we're just too damn close to it. Or if we've never seen it or been through it before, how the hell would we know, right? This is a big part of why you and I do this every week is that we can provide that perspective that says, hey, duck here. When you hit your head on this, it hurts like hell, right? So that perspective from other founders, you know, seeing what they've been through and sort of knowing this is how this plays out allows us to get that perspective. And like you said, move on, right? Move on to the next chapter and whatever it is that we're going to do. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the next chapter. 
part of what we fail to understand as we're writing this horrible chapter, it's just one chapter. Yeah, it's exactly it. Whenever I talk to founders who maybe closed up shop or something awful has happened, I always say the same thing. It's one chapter of many, many, many chapters. Like you were saying a minute ago, when you and I tell stories about how something failed or something we went through, and right now it sounds awesome because there were some successes maybe before or after it. Yeah, or a great learning. Yeah, yeah. At the time, it, at the time, it wasn't like, boy, I'm glad I'm learning this lesson, right? Yeah, I was always wondered what it would be like to be, you know, abjectly poor, right? This is fantastic. I was out at dinner last night with the the head of school at my kid's school, and I was telling the story about how I got rejected from every college I applied to, and basically just went to college for a year as a fake student, <laughs> so no one would know that I didn't get into college. Right? I love this story. It, well, yeah. okay, so it's a funny story. It is. Yeah. Now. Right. Wasn't funny to me. No, right? not at all. Like that right? chapter of my life sucked ass the entire time. It was so awful. I was working two full-time jobs from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. and going to school full-time on the weekend. Right. Pretending to be, yeah, pretending to be a, a college student. Yeah. Oh my God. There was no high five moment. No. <laughs> oh my there was also there was no perspective. At the time, I had no idea that this might turn into a funny anecdote that I could tell over dinner. At the time, I was like, this is my life, and it sucks, and <laughs> it's not going anywhere good anytime soon. And so when, we, when I tell the story now, the hard part for people to understand when they're going through it is, wait a minute, that's just a chapter. And I would start to use other chapters in your life. It could have been a marriage you've gone through. It could have been some you know incident in high school. It could have been your college career. It could have been anything. It doesn't matter. You've got to understand that this, too, is yet another chapter. But at the time, we always think it's the only chapter. We don't understand it's part of a bigger book. Bigger book, and, and we talked about this a couple podcasts ago, there are a shit ton of chapters to this story, right? That's my we point. We get a long, long time to do this. Actually, we talked about this across two different episodes. One where we talked about the fact that like, there's a lot more time in our careers than we typically, than we typically think about, right? Which is to say that like, you may do 10 years, that may feel like forever, but then you got like three or four more of those to go and you get to do that over and over and over each time, right? And then we talked about the fact that each time we do this, we're compounding experience, we're compounding knowledge, we're you know figuring out what works and what doesn't. And we can extend this longer because we're doing something that we really love, which keeps us coming back and wanting to write that next chapter, right? I think that's, the, that's one of the keys that we forget about is our unwillingness as founders to put the fucking pen down. We're like, nope, not done yet. I am not done yet. I will not let it end this way. And th there's something to that tenacity, right? But it's so hard to know what a superpower that is, again, when all of your tenacity is just being poured into wading through that river of shit, right? doesn't feel like a good use of that energy at the time. But when we look back as we're writing the next chapter, the chapter after the chapter after that, that perspective, again, boils down into a funny two-minute dinner story and is just part of the past at that point. Well, you say it's part of the past. Sometimes it's a forgotten part of the past. We talked about this in another episode where I was saying, I've got some stories of where I had abject failure, you know, that trough of despair, if you will, that I kind of don't remember anymore. I know that they happened, but if you, if you pressed me to write a, an actual chapter detail about what happened, I can barely remember. At the time, it seemed like an end of days moment. And that could be anything from an event in high school right? All the way through events up to five years ago, where at the time they were awful. And, and I thought they were going to define everything. 
until I look back and I'm like, I don't even, I barely even remember those. And I think that's interesting. You know, something that's really funny about everything we talk about here is that none of it is new. Everything you're dealing with right now has been done a thousand times before you, which means the answer already exists. You may just not know it, but that's okay. That's kind of what we're here to do. We talk about this stuff on the show, but we actually solve these problems all day long at groups.startups.com. So if any of this sounds familiar, stop guessing about what to do. Let us just give you the answers to the test and be done with it. It is. Well, I've got an analog for you. And, and luckily, my wife's not here because if she heard me comparing this, she would you would literally see a face, uh, my uh, fist <laughs> flying off screen and punch me in the face. But she talks about this ability to forget the pain of childbirth each time we had a new child. Right? We've done this three times over. And she's like, man, if I hadn't forgotten what this was like, I never would have done this again. And I heard that two more times. Right? So it's like, but we go through something similar. Again, I'm glad she's not here to hear me say this. But it's something similar in fact, like we willfully forget things. We block them out so that we can continue, right? And then nothing wrong with that. And I think what's important, and this is what we coach founders on, I said, start the next chapter as fast as possible. Yeah. Wrap yeah, this one sure. up as quickly as you can and go start the next chapter as fast as you can because you need a, a line of demarcation to be able to say, yep, that sucked, on to the next thing. Sometimes that's within your startup. You just did a large layoff, right? Painful. And what you need to tell the staff is that was a painful chapter. Chapter's over. We're now writing a new chapter and the new chapter intends to go like this. And we kind of put our focus there. I think our ability just mentally as founders to be able to open and close chapters, very importantly, really matters. It's a matter of perspective and it's a matter of fortitude. If I look at this, and actually, Ryan, we were talking about this internally. We just launched a new web app, you know, for startups.com. And we looked at it and said, boy, this is the start of like a 10-year new chapter, which of which there will be a lot of sub-chapters within. And But we look at that going, hey, the last 10 years was awesome. It's done. Now we're looking forward to the next 10 years. And what does that look like for us? And I think when you open and close chapters in life, it gives you more perspective versus thinking one thing is going to last forever, like you said, good or bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great point. I think and as founders, we could be more mindful of doing this, kind of putting pins in chapters and saying like, this was this was a particular phase. We tend not to do that. We, we tend to think that this is just sort of a continuous process, right? As if there aren't any defining points. I mean, we, we do to some degree, like things like funding or exit certainly, you know, tend to be at least milestones. We talk about things in terms of milestones, but milestones are still a bit of a a bit of a challenge in that it implies that you're still on that same journey. Whereas to your point, sometimes the journey completely changes, right? Or we open a brand new chapter. And to follow back on your other point, which is that it's really important as the founders that we are good at recognizing them and we're really good at communicating the close of a chapter and the opening of a chapter to all of our stakeholders, not just ourselves, right? We need that perspective, but so does the rest of the team, particularly if we're using examples like the ones that we have today, like massive layoffs or things like that. Insanely critical to explain why it happened, what happens next, and ultimately, what is the good that we're trying to create from this bad situation that we just went through, right? So yes, that was a terrible chapter. Here's how we make the next one better, right? And I think far too often founders get caught up, and I remember doing the same thing, in almost just, you get stuck in this apologetic mode, 
right? And I'm constantly looking backwards. I'm constantly looking back at what happened, feeling bad about it, feeling sorry for myself, feeling sorry for the people that, you know, were, were caught up in it and whatever, rather than recasting that and saying, yeah, it was a shit show. We made it out. Here's how we Andy Dufresne this thing and smell like roses going forward, right? Like you got, you got to be able to do that, but I don't think that it's a natural tendency for most founders. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Our startups are essentially the chapters, but our life is the book. And we can't confuse the two. We may have a startup that we put 10 years into and the whole thing floundered and that sucks. But our life is well beyond that. It started long before this and it will go on long after this. And again, it's that perspective zooming out and saying no matter how awful things feel right now, no matter how awful the situation looks like, it's going to pass. It always does. And for as good as things were maybe a moment ago, that passed too. These are all chapters that we're looking at. And I'll say this, every founder, if you do this, if you play this game long enough, even if you don't, has bad chapters, every single founder. Now, part of that is they make for great stories, the comeback story, right? The come from nowhere story, right? Like I grew up dirt poor, makes for a cool contrast story, but not when you had to be dirt poor at the beginning. Right, of the, yeah, right, <laughs> not, not, not at the time. Chapters. Yeah. yeah, and so the way I look at it is, for any of us, again, if you're in this long enough, you're going to go through some stuff. Right now, we're, we're likely headed into a recession, which is awful. A lot of uh, downside is going to happen for all kinds of founders. But look, we were through it in the dot-com version in 2001. We were through the financial crisis in 2007. If you've never been through it, this is going to sound apocalyptic. If you've been through it, you're like, it happens every seven years. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how people don't notice this. We're going through the tunnel, folks. Flick on your headlights. You'll get to the other end, right? And then and then things get brighter again. This is how it works, right? But but yeah, there's so many people who, you know, we work with we work with founders of all all stripes, all levels of experience, all ages. And some of them quite literally are young enough that they really don't remember that. Or it was like some thing they heard their parents talking about while they were eating, you know, honey nut Cheerios at the breakfast table before, you know, heading off to first grade. So it is understandable that that perspective can be hard to maintain. And even if you've been through it before, staring it straight in the face doesn't necessarily get a lot more comfortable, but you just have the perspective that it will end. And then it's a matter of figuring out how do we best navigate it until it does run its course. It's hard to have that perspective, like you said, if you've never been through it before. I always give the analogy of when kids go to high school and their parents are trying to coach them through it. And like I said, something awful happens to the kid. They don't make a sports team or they don't get invited to prom or something like that. And the parents trying to like kind of demystify it a little bit and say, look, to be honest, this isn't that big of a deal. Like it's going to be one week of your life and you'll almost never remember it even happened. But to you at that moment, it's dev it's everything. It's every page in your diary from that day forward until the day you die, right? You're just going to keep writing about that same thing. Yeah, it's it's tough. What's challenging is when we're trying to coach founders or just folks listening to this podcast, et cetera, we're trying to look at both sides. On the one hand, we have a tremendous amount of empathy for what you're going through. We've been through it ourselves. We get it. It's not, and that we're not glossing over it. We're not saying don't feel it. What we're saying is don't get lost in the feeling. Don't get lost in that moment and think that nothing will ever change and this defines who you are unless you are Elizabeth Holmes or SBF from FTX. <laughs> oh, SBF from FTX. In which case, Boy. we will probably give you different advice. And you know what? Again, not here to knock founders. Just saying like, 
my point is they did something so extraordinary that it's damn near impossible to unwind from that. And who knows? Martha Stewart went to prison and she came back with a TV show. So like who the hell knows what ends up happening, you know, even at that level. <laughs> SBF will probably go on a book tour and make 30 million. I was going to say that it's going to be more than a two two minute dinner anecdote. It's going to be a long ass dinner. <laughs> But the, the point is, no matter who you are, no matter how badly you think things have gotten, you've got to understand we all get past them. We tend to think, oh, my gosh, like everyone's going to remember this failure that I had in my startup and it's going to be this scarlet letter forever. And we talked about this in another episode. No one cares. Like, Nobody cares. <laughs> they're thinking about you. how they get through this, right? All they're worried about is, right, do I have my hand on the paddle for shit creek, right? They don't give a shit where you're going right now. They don't have time to think about you. And once they get through it, you know what they remember? That they got through it, right? They're not worried about whether you did or didn't. I mean, not to say that people aren't sympathetic or empathetic, but they're not going to remember it. They're certainly not going to hold it over your head, right? You know, they're kind of every time you see them at one of your kids' sporting events, they're going to be like, hey, remember that time when you completely fucked up and had to fire everybody at your startup? Like, no, yeah, and, and at the time, you're like, you're insane. My staff's obviously going to remember because I had to let them go. My investors are going to remember because they lost all their money. Yes, they'll remember for like a day, a week, a month. Maybe a year if you did something you know unbelievable and everyone moves on except for us. And so our bad chapter, you know, the thing that we're thinking is going to define the rest of our life, number one, kind of just becomes a blip in the grand scheme of things, no matter how bad it seems now. And secondly, when we think of how it's going to impact our future, you know, when we try to project out and say, well, boy, this failure is going to prevent me from raising capital again or prevent me from hiring again. No, no, doesn't. <laughs> I don't hate to tell you, but no, you know. Right. Ask Adam Newman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Adam Newman just raised $300 million. The guy had the most epic failure of all time. He had definitely not even closed that chapter yet, right? Like, he had not even closed that chapter. And he's like, yeah, he's collecting money for the next one. Right? I'm like, uh, okay, yep, that's how it works. That is how it works. That's the part that people don't understand. People assume that if it's a bad chapter, like I am a person with bad chapter and there's nothing else to it. Not true. The cool thing about this founder business is there are lots and lots and lots and lots of chapters. We referenced numerous times that there was a chapter, I think it was 2007, where Elon Musk was in federal, or I'm sorry, in California courts pleading through his bankruptcy, right? Talking about how he's completely illiquid and had no money to pay his bills. Now he's the richest man on the planet. It's quite a turn. Yeah, again, at that moment, you know how humiliating that would have been for him, right? Unbelievable. And yet, he goes on to become the richest person in the world. Yeah, he regrew his fortune and his hairline somehow. I still can't figure <laughs> that one out. <laughs> Wonderful, right? Yeah, great outcomes. But at some point, you would have to have taken on enough perspective, and I think this part's interesting, enough perspective to say, one, I got to close this chapter fast, right? I can't be sitting here wallowing in this forever. It's not only unhealthy, it actually, every moment that I spend wallowing is moment I could spend go building something else. 100%. Yep. Second part is, as much as it sucks now and it feels like this is going to be the absolute end of my career, end of days, et cetera, it's just not. And even if I don't believe it now, even if I'm looking at what we have going on right now and I'm like, nope, it couldn't possibly get any worse than this and this is going to last forever, it's just naturally going to fade. No one breaks up with, with in a relationship once and then just never gets in a relationship for the rest of their life because they were so broken up about that moment. We all heal. We all move on. And in this business, people forget pretty quickly. So in addition to all the stuff related to founder groups, you've also got full access to 
everything on startups.com. That includes all of our education tracks, which will be funding, customer acquisition, even how to manage your monthly financers. There's so much stuff in there. All of our software, including BizPlan for putting together detailed business plans and financials, LaunchRock for attracting early customers, and of course, Fundable for attracting investment capital. When you log into the startups.com site, you'll find all of these resources available.